up, Lincoln? Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Swords, an early break. Fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks to Sean Callahan for joining us. As always, you can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text us at 402-464-5685. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. We already heard phone calls from Chris at the Baldwin Shop and Vince in Napa, California this morning. Thank you to Vince and Chris. I always like to hear... What the Baldwin shop mood is. What do you say? About 30% of the Baldwin shop thinks Mickey be the guy or th- thinks Mickey should be the guy. I think, was, that, was it 30%? 30%. He wants Urban Meyer. Chris does. Did he say that? Yeah, he said he'd like it. He said there's one guy that can get this thing going for sure. That's Urban Meyer. Boy. Boy, imagine the fire that would light here. If, if it got out that Urban Meyer is coming here. Or if I'm driving back from Iowa game Friday night after that game on Black Friday and it, it moves at Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is the next Nebraska coach? Now think of the energy. Think about that energy. Think about this show's energy. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I'll buy an Urban shirt. What is an urban shirt, oh, by the way? the face of Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. By the way, you you were singing the entire commercial break, Great Balls of Fire. Yes. That's the problem. You and I, have a, we, have a, we have a problem that if a song gets trapped in our head, mm-hmm. it's released out of our mouth at, at a very annoying rate. Oh, we're was that annoying? Guilty. We're both guilty. Was that annoying? Uh, it, it was bordering on it if was we it? kept going this commercial break. Okay. Now I am more guilty in this. Typically, I'm aware of that. So you destroy songs. You're, you're the, I butcher you're a, lyrics. Yeah, you're a song. I sing destroyer. like only one particular part, time and time and time again. My wife always says, Can you, "Do you know any other part of that song?" I said, "No, I just know the part." You do this at home. Oh yeah. And you're still married. Yes. That's... Oh, I'm terrible at it. I mean, I just will like. I will repeat, repeat just like five words. <laughs> not, not even a verse, but like five words. That's a tick. That's yeah. a tick. This um, edition of Idle Chit Chat is sponsored again by our good friends at Newton's Lawn Care here in Lincoln. Contact them today as you prepare for 2023 yes. and all your lawn, lawn care. Yes. And getting stuff ready for winter also. Newton's Lawn Care here. In Lincoln. Okay. Read your question. All right. The question was this. How do you stop a team that stays on the field forever and churns out first downs like Minnesota does? You just read to me during a break that Minnesota is number one in the country in third down offense. They stay on yes, the field. They, are. they don't leave the field. Yes. they. Well, they're good at that. Um, and... 
Nebraska, by the way, is not terrible on third down offense, 47th. Well, one way that you stop this is turnovers, create turnovers. Nebraska, if they could force three or four, <laughs> three or four turnovers. Which they haven't done. No, Nebraska ranks 112th nationally in turnover margin. Nebraska ranks 112th nationally in turnover margin. They are minus once again this year. Minus six right now? Or is yeah, it worse minus, minus six. six. Minus six is correct. And, and Nebra- the, I think the numbers are Nebraska Nebraska has forced nine fumbles and recovered four. Um, opponents have forced eight fumbles and recovered five. Casey has 12 picks, and the opponents have seven have thrown seven picks. Nebraska has seven picks. So, yeah, minus six. That, and, and last week, Nebraska had a gift on a fumble that nobody caused <clears> except for Isaiah Williams. And what did you do with that ball? You have harped on this. Three plays later, you threw the worst pick we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Mickey has harped on it, by the way. Well, if Mickey you and can Mickey harp, harp on it, then I can harp on it. <laughs> that's the head coach. I'm just a guy watching football, talking about football. That's the guy that's coaching the team. I hear you. If he can harp, Easy. I can harp. Yeah, you're definitely harping. I am. So, yeah, I mean, that'll be the trick. It's A lot of people are paying attention to this. And this 15-point favorite Minnesota. Now, think about it. It started Sean. at 11. Think about Sean. it. Think about it, Jake. There you go. Yeah. Think about it, Jake. Illinois was a – what? Was it, did they get down to six and a half? Illinois was a six and a half point favorite? I thought it was favorite? seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half. Illinois was a seven and a half fa- point favorite in Lincoln. Minnesota is a 15-point favorite in Lincoln? That's Casey, right? That's just because Vegas I, that's doesn't – them assuming he's not going to play. Or, or do they is, know? I mean, that's the thing. Do they know? Playing, they know he's not healthy. Yeah, or do they know he's not playing? Well, that's, that's the question that's I the have. Assumption right now, probably with Vegas. Well, I don't. Th- there's a difference between assuming and knowing. Well, that's my assumption that Vegas knows. Okay, how about that? <laughs> Without knowing how Vegas is operating right now, that's my assumption is they believe <laughs> right. they know yeah. that Casey's not playing. No, they just they don't believe they know. Mickey they just Joseph know. Joseph says yesterday he's day to day. Yeah, and we'll see. Yeah. Now I will be surprised if he plays Saturday. I, I, you know what? I'm not going to go there. Casey, if you know this about Casey, if he can play, he's playing. Yep. See, that's the thing. I'm not ruling it out. I'm not, I am not ruling it out. Now, Mickey may rule it out on Thursday when he meets with the media again. But if you were Mickey, you wouldn't do that, right? Why would you hand Minnesota that information? Even if you know he's not playing, and I'm Mickey Joseph, I might. I'd just say I don't know. Uh, it's day to day still, wouldn't you? Well, maybe they're going with the fact he said before that, which I know he backed off yesterday by by saying with Greg Sharp on Sunday that he'd be surprised if Casey played. He said that on his t- he said yeah. on his TV right. show. And two days later, that changed. It's a day to day, but still, they might be taking that as hey, this is what he really meant. Casey's not playing. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to assume what Vegas is saying here. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to our question, though. Four six four five six eight five. call or text, as always. How do you stop a team defensively that that team stays in the field forever and they don't leave the field on third down? They are number one in the country in third down conversions. Well, this, is a, Mo, this is a Mo Ibrahim discussion. This is a Mo Ibrahim discussion. You, gotta, you know what the good news is if you're a Nebraska fan? 
the the good news is Nebraska played the run well against Illinois. It did. And I think I think that Chase Brown is a better back than Mo Ibrahim. I think he's more dangerous. I think he's more dangerous. I'm not sure I can agree with that 100%, but who's well he's the nation's leader. They're close. Yeah. Can we say that it's, it's not it's not it's like it's this. It's, I'd take Brown over Ibrahim. Yeah, you could go either or pretty simple. Mo Ibrahim has 16 straight 100-yard rushing games though. Six. I'm sure Chase Brown's in that category. I too. don't know if he is, but he has 16 straight 100-yard rushing games. Mo Ibrahim. That's called consistency. Yeah, that's called consistent greatness. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you dogging sure you on take him. Chase Brown over. Yeah, him? I'm still taking Chase Brown, but um, yeah. How do you get him off the field? You you have to. I mean, it's tough. I imagine that third down offense number, first in the country, is largely because they're third and short a lot, right? Because for those who weren't watching the video stream, Sip was trying to adjust his glasses and just simply drop. Fumble. Fumble. Um I imagine they're in third and short a lot, right? And that's why they're their third down percentage leads the country. Their third down conversion rate leads the country. Um, so, got to try to limit first and second down with Ibrahim. You know where it's going a lot of the time. You do. You do. Tanner Morgan is healthy. Tanner Morgan's just been okay this year. Um, okay. He always has a respectable season. And then, like, this two, two-game stretch, three-game stretch right in the middle. Where he just forgets how to play football. And he has like 14 passing yards in the game and a couple picks. You're like, what is right. going on here? Right. It's always like late September, mid-October, you know, late September to mid-October. He just falls apart and then figures it out for November. Mm-hmm. And that's already happened. So now he's past that. He's probably down to good Tanner Morgan. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris Ottman-Bell is out, injured. So their top target is out. They have that tight end, though. Good Span tight end. forward. Span forward. Yeah, they're, they're but, receivers, but again, like you Jake. said, you know the plan is to run the football on Saturday. What did I call Potts earlier? In the, you call them Taylor. It's oh, Trey Potts. Trey Potts. I, and yeah. I said it's Trey. Yeah, my bad. Yes, Brevin Span Ford is the tight end. 27 receptions for 349 yards. He's, I think he's their best offensive player outside of Ibrahim. They have Michael Brown Stevens, 19 catches. Daniel Jackson, 18 catches. They're not great at receiver. This is a running. This is going to be a run. They're a run team. That's what's. That's what we're looking at. And I think you're just looking at a low scoring game. Now, 15 again is very informative to me. Vegas is thinking probably that Minnesota can hold Nebraska, hold Nebraska to three or seven or ten. I think yeah. And win seven to ten range. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say seven is what they're thinking. I think. I think. I think they're guessing twenty four to seven. Final Something score. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I could. I could see that. Yeah. Happening on Saturday. Yeah. It's a good defense. And Nebraska's shaky right now. I was looking at the weather, if that was going to be a factor. What is it? I saw 58 degrees is the high and a 40% chance of rain. So I'm not sure that rains during the game or not, but it's also only 40% chance. So I don't know what the wind's like. I don't, I don't have any idea what the wind situation is Saturday. But 58 degrees and potential rain. Well, you take that. That's not bad November weather. Right. No, it's yeah, it's better than twenty five. So Nebraska, yeah, Nebraska. What are you doing at quarterback? Okay, so what we know is from Mickey is 
they shared reps. They, Purdy and Logan Smothers, Chubba Purdy and Logan Smothers split reps 50-50 on Tuesday. They both could play in this game. You could see two-quarterback system, right? Yeah, you could see that. It's I'm, Nobody's ruling out Casey. I'm not ruling him out. Um, now, Mickey, again, will talk to the media. Not today. He'll talk to the media again tomorrow. We'll see what all that looks like. But, I, you know, this is – this is here's the, here's the thing, though. Nebraska's banged up, but everybody's banged up. Every team is banged up in November. Nebraska's – got to – that's part of being a, a solid program is being able to get through the injury issues. You know, it is. Because everybody gets banged up this time of year. It goes, it goes back to also those teams that impose their will are really impressive this time of year. Oftentimes they're imposing their will against a banged up defense. That's good. That's what you. That's the position you want to be in, right? Okay. What are you looking at? I'm gonna read. A, I'm gonna play a couple of quotes here from yesterday. From, that's great. From Mickey Joseph at the podium. Okay. Um, okay. About we, what? Well, there's there's several things here going on. Uh, Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc., I didn't hear a what lot was of the, Mickey. What, what was the biggest thing you get? I, okay, now hold on. I was just going to tell you. I didn't hear a lot of Mickey. I'll tell you how the, the okay. hot dogs made. Yesterday, my task was this. I had to write a report on whatever the Casey Thompson news was. So I got the Casey Thompson news and went to my computer in another room and wrote the story while Mickey was still talking. Okay. In fact, the story was up before Mickey was done talking. So I didn't hear a lot of Mickey. I thought Mickey, his comments. I would find the comments about Chuba. Yeah, here we go. Those are those are the most interesting. Here, here's a couple. Here, number one. Here's Mickey Joseph. Things that Chuba needs to fix. Okay. This is from yesterday at the podium. Chuba Purdy. Mickey Joseph. He, he plays nervous sometimes, and I just want him to breathe and, and calm down because he plays better. If you go back to his high school film, he's playing with a lot of confidence. You can go back and watch that. You can see him playing with poise. He's got to have more poise behind the center when he goes in the game. He he wants to make a play so bad that, you know, he makes a bad play. And he's not trying, he just makes a bad play. So we got to calm him down. We got to do a better job as coaches to get him ready. And it starts with me. Just like I said, talk to him every play. Say something to him every play. Hey, you're doing this. Hey, that's a great job. Okay, you're doing this. That's a great job. You know, just remind him of situations that he's in. Because remember now, he hasn't played a lot of college football. Yeah, now that's where you that's where you have a the benefit of a guy like Casey Thompson who's 24 years old and started 10 games in the fishbowl that is Texas, right? Casey wasn't shaken by anything. He was the only thing that would shake Casey was four guys in his face, well, and then being slammed to the ground. Understandably so. Yeah, and that didn't even really seem to shake. Hey, humor me on this. That didn't seem to shake him mentally. He got up. And he would keep he would he's, keep throwing downfield. He's been hit plenty of times this game. Yeah, he keep throwing, and he and he was fine. Chuba's just young. He's a young guy. He's a young, excitable guy. And 
yeah, he's if you meet him, which I've met Chuba, he's young and excitable, funny, um, great, incredible personality, lights up a room. Um, admitted to me this summer that sometimes he has to remind himself. I've we've talked about this. It was it was sort of endearing and troubling at the same time. He has to remind himself sometimes to quit having so much fun with the guys and dial in. You know, he's funny. He said, you know, when we're lifting, we're practicing, he goes, there's a lot of funny guys on the team. Uh, <laughs> but you got to remind yourself sometimes, okay, it's work time. Yeah, we'll probably try to win a football game. Yeah, I like that about him, and it troubles me at the same time. I mean, the, okay. Okay, now Logan is more dialed back. Logan is a quieter kid. Um, I don't think Logan would get shaken. I, 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 I think they're going to play both. Wait, here, here's a couple more on both those guys. Okay. Mickey Joseph on the leadership qualities in Chuba and Logan. Here's him from yesterday. Yeah, they, they, they have to lead. They have to lead. And, and, you know, we still have good leadership on the team with Travis over there and Casey's still over there. But they have to lead and they have to take charge when they're on the field. And I think the kids believe in them. Okay. You, you mentioned this, but this is just confirmation, Mickey Joseph, on, on, on how were the, the, the reps split between Logan and Casey, or sorry, Logan and Chuba on Tuesday. They both took even number of reps with the ones today. You're right. I went back and forth. They took even number of reps with the ones today. They both did. Did you feel like going in? Sorry. That was, didn't, that was not You didn't correctly. get that? You didn't get that? I didn't cut that one. Okay. This was your question about the reps. And yeah. Okay. I got that. Here. Okay. Mickey Joseph on the backup QB never gets enough reps from yesterday. Your backup never gets a, a whole bunch of reps. It's, it's, it's impossible to do that because you're only out there for two hours and you got to get your one, your, your one guy ready. So he didn't, he didn't get the reps as a one, but he got reps as a two. Okay. But for him to perform, I think he needs I think he needs reps as a one. So you're right, he needs more reps, and he's going to get him more reps this week. Yeah, he must have been getting reps with the, with the twos. I don't know. Again, when we don't see practice, it's hard to read all that. What I was trying to get a handle on is, is he getting enough reps in practice? Because we both agreed that Chubba did not look prepared adequately. No. That's on Whipple. I mean, that's on Whipple. And and by the way, Chubba was Whipple's hand-picked guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's also on Whipple to help him out with play calling, too. Absolutely. During yeah. the game. Okay, if you didn't get enough reps during practice, shame on you. But in the game. Yes, it's a great defense you're going against. I'm not denying that. But it was. Is there a way to get his confidence up right away? Well, they tried so, it with those short, like, I little well, shovel passes. Yeah. You know, that the, they did it twice. I don't think a shovel pass helps get your confidence I don't up. either. I mean, get gets your a, juices flowing. Right. It's got to be some sort of pa- actual pass. A short, quick hitter. Maybe a quick hitter, something quick over the hitter. middle. Maybe something over the middle. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Illinois it just a, didn't happen. Illinois was a bear. They were a bear on defense. Only, again, we talked about how you, you have to get an open space. How do you how do you let your guys maybe break a tackle? Mm-hmm. Get you know don't let them gang tackle you. Try to get an open space, and you can do that with a quick out route. Let a guy you know Travis Volkleck broke a tackle went and went long. Sip you know he, he, he had did. a touchdown. He broke a tackle and ran for a touchdown. Minnesota ranks seventh nationally in total defense. Minnesota ranks fourth nationally in scoring defense. Seventh in total defense, fourth in scoring. They are allowing 14 points a game. This will be a bear. These teams in the West now. Okay, now Jake, are you still saying the West sucks? I, I don't. Are, are we still going with that? Yeah. These defenses are good. Yep. Offenses are bad. Okay. Minnesota, top 10 defense. 
Illinois top 10 defense, Iowa top 10 defense, Wisconsin top 30 defense. I, I've seen the teams from the West play the teams from the East. It has not gone well. So that further clarifies, I think I'm correct in me saying the West still sucks this year. Defenses are good. But Iowa got shredded by Ohio State and by Michigan. You know, Minnesota got No, shred- no, no. Did, did Michigan shred I mean, Iowa? I, they didn't shred 13, Iowa. Fine. Okay. No. Minnesota got shredded by Penn State. Yes. 45 to 12. Shredded. Shredded. 45 to 17. Let's get your scores Are you right sure? there. Check that one. Oh, I know it's right. <laughs> 45 okay. to 17. Fine. 45. Shredded. Okay, still they were shredded by them. <laughs> right. All right. They were. Northwestern shredded by everybody. They suck. <laughs> Illinois is not getting shredded. They'll play Michigan in a few we'll weeks. see how that looks, by I'll the look way. look forward to that game. Yeah. We'll see how that looks. I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to get shredded. I don't think they will. Wisconsin got shredded by Ohio State. (laughs) They did get shredded. Oh, boy. Well, that's that's part of what got Paul Chris fired. That was part of it. The Illinois game. And then, yeah, Bilma came in and and swung the final hammer in that conversation. We have some phone calls that popped up What is going on? I don't know. Two calls came at the same time. Let's see if they're actual phone calls. If you can hear us, you're on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? Hey, my name is Lance. How are you? Good, Lance. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, Jake. Uh, I'm not real fond of what's going on in the West. I think when you play a bunch of bad offenses, your defenses can look really good. Okay. Um, I think the other thing that I think that uh, that we're seeing is, you know, here at Nebraska, when we talk about guys like Chubba Purdy or Logan Smothers, you know, our our four best players are offense, transfer, transfer, Juco, walk-on. Uh, imagine what the backup uh, is seeing against that the defensive line, the linebackers, the DBs. Right now, I think our, our biggest issue is we don't have a great roster, but even then, if your backup doesn't have much of a line because most of the backups are now starting, you know, I don't know how much you can really get a guy ready as the second-string quarterback behind what I can see as, as a, a really rough roster this year and probably going into next. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, I wish Mickey the best, but I, I think we – we're kind of doing ourselves a disservice when we don't talk enough about the roster in terms of the next coach, in terms of what it looks like this year, especially when you talk about wanting to get guys ready. All right, okay, Lance, Lance. Thanks for the call. Great call. It was a great call. Thank you for that. Yeah, Jake, sometimes we just got to calm down and think about what we're talking about. This offense is heading into – this November schedule in a in a sort of a bad way in a bad in a bad way it is it's troubling especially if Casey's not out there I don't know you, you come on you watch a lot of football what, what's the answer here what's what are your answers against these defenses you have to have answers well the the problem is you don't have an offensive line so you don't exactly. have an answer well you have one um, you have a line, but it's not yeah. really an offensive line. It's, it's more well, offensive than anything. Yeah. But with Casey in the game the other day against Illinois, against that defense, man, the calls are keep coming. Against that defense, Casey threw for 172 yards, and Nebraska was pushing 200 yards against a team that had allowed 221 per game. Nebraska was gaining yards. Big play to Brewington, yes. big play to Vokalek. Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Chancellor rumbled down the field. Two tight ends rumbled down the field at separate occasions. Occasions. I. It's, this is a, largely a Casey discussion. 
it's largely a discussion about what we know about football, and that is a good quarterback. And I say Casey is a good quarterback. We had a caller yesterday who did said, no, Casey's not a good quarterback. I say, yeah, Casey is a good quarterback. And a good quarterback masks a lot of problems, and that's what we saw the other day. The, call, the yeah. good quarterback goes out, the problems look m- magnified. The they caller magnify. was referring to the high amount of picks. He's Twelve made. touchdowns, ten picks for Casey this year. And, and the last pick, he got hit as he threw in that – you know, as Nebraska was trying to drive after the Ramir Johnson dropped pass. I don't know about you, but I show Casey grace as far as those picks go because he's always or he's so often under duress. Yeah, I guess it depends on the grace. situation. Now, that one, the second one for sure, um, that's fine. The first one, there was miscommunication. I, I'm talking about overall. I'm not uh, talking about I, – I'm not identifying each pick. Well, I think it's a pick-by-pick pick thing here. <laughs> Let's see who else is calling. Uh, if you can hear us. Why are people calling? I don't know. If you can hear us, you're at an early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. It's Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? Great, guys. Hey, uh, um, how many how many plays do uh, we uh, have set up for the game? I can't remember. You know, we, we always start so scripting. How many plays do we script every game well, to you start s- the game? You know? For sure, script in the first series. First series. Yeah, I'd say 10 to 15. Okay. 10 to 15. What and I don't know if teams do this already. I mean, I, it doesn't seem like they do. Maybe they do. But do they ever tell the second-string court, second quarterback, all right, you're just going to take, you know, a half hour with the snaps with the first team or whatever, and these are the three plays you're going to run when you first get out there and have those first three plays scripted so that, you know, when they get out there, it's just, you know, they're, they're more at ease. They know what they're running. Yes. And they, you know, do they do, they do that or – or would that be a good idea, you know, to say to your second-string guy, hey, just to take the pressure off a okay. little bit, we're going to send you in with these these three, oh. you know, because that's a, that's a series, first, second, mm-hmm. third down. Yeah. We're going to send you in with these three plays. This is what you're going to run, you know, first down run, second down, little swing pass or something, mm-hmm. third down, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just gets them into the game, puts their mind at ease until they're, you know, yeah. The, okay. Thanks. The problem with that that that's an ideal situation. The problem is that a defense can can wreck that if they have the perfect play call for that play and mm-hmm. it gets wrecked and there's a turnover. And all of a sudden, you know, that confidence you're trying to build in that player mm-hmm. is all of a sudden yeah, gone. That's what, right gonna, that's what I was going to say. Although it's not, I mean, it's not a terrible idea because, uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the, the worst thing that can happen is if you, if you have a backup in. And scripted plays go very, very poorly. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, crap. Oh, he's just thinking about ideas, and I appreciate I, that. I appreciate the ideas. Yeah, there's, there's um, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. It's not our job, though. We just talk about it and watch. More next on Early Breaking the Ticket. More next.